0: On the Camp Vibes podcast, and I am here with my friend. Actually, I would say friend and original podcaster. What? Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, you were one of the original podcasters, dude. What do you mean? First of all, this is Adrian Moreno. Hi. Pastor of Communications at Twin Lakes Church. Correct. Uh, you, yeah, you think back to like when podcasts started getting popular, and you were five years before that. You, oh, you mean a, like listening to podcasts? That and recording one. You had your one with your buddies that would like talk about movies. Yeah. It was like it was like there's a new one out now called The Rewatchables, which is like you watch old movies and yeah. you talk about Same thing. It's exactly what you guys did.
1: Yeah, people 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 have done our idea much better and for much more successfully than we did, but I think we had our idea first.
0: There's a there's a podcast called How Did This Get Made? Yeah, and it's basically the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that had to have been 2009.
1: How did this get made?
0: No, no, no. Your what our thing was 2009, 2010.
1: <sighs> Maybe I don't remember. I have them all. <laughs> I'm trying to we actually like- on you know though, I mean, podcasts existed before this, but back when I was in Florida, me and. A mutual friend of ours, Eric Gamero.
0: <laughs> I would say a friend of yours, and I've met him one once. time.
1: <laughs> but randomly at some conference. Where? We were in Chicago. Which is crazy. Anyways. But now we call him our mutual friend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we did a podcast, man. Or we recorded a couple episodes back in like 2005 or 6. Whoa. Like four episodes. Like really short, just testing. We never did anything. But uh, we thought – because we had friends that were doing something. We're like, we could do that much better because we're funnier people. But then <laughs> we were just too lazy.
0: Dude, it, like podcasts, I remember when iTunes came out with them and I was like, this is so lame. <laughs> you know? And and I thought what was cooler was like the vi- they had video podcasts. Right. And I watched a few of those. Yeah. You know, Comedy Central had a few. And then – that Will Farrell website, Funny or Die, yeah. did a few, but I didn't listen until pretty much you told me to start listening.
1: Yeah, no, like, yeah, I didn't listen to, I don't know when I started getting really into podcasts, but one of the video ones I used to watch was called The Totally Rad Show.
0: Yeah, totally remember that one.
1: And Dan Trachtenberg was one of the guys on there mm. who directed 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh. Which is, which is funny because, you know, when you watch a podcast like that back in the day, you, you feel like you're friends with the people. Right. It's like, hey, my friend made... Ten Cloverfield Lane with J.J. <laughs> Abrams and it was like kind of crazy because he's just like, they would just talk about random stuff that You know, like Karate Kid and like stuff that I was into because we're the same age, basically. But uh, I think This American Life was probably.
0: You were the one that got me on in that. Yeah. You and I remember Haley Cloyd listened to that, too. And you guys were like, hey, you guys should check this out. I was like, what's a podcast?
1: Michael Weiser, too, told me. Like, you know who that is? Michael Weiser? Uh, Twin Lakes guy? Yeah, kind of. But
0: you were also my first friend. And this is real. My first friend. First friend ever. No. Well, (laughs) to have an iPhone. Was I? Yeah, you were the first friend. You and Charlie, kind of like, you guys both got them right around the same time. Oh, interesting. Um, And I remember being, like, so jealous. I had, like, a BlackBerry-type phone. (laughs) And I was like, that is the coolest phone I've ever seen.
1: When I first moved to California, I had a BlackBerry. Because iPhones had just come out.
0: Right, right.
1: And... I remember, I was like, I'm never going to buy that. phone's way too expensive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Adrian, uh, history here. I was working at Twin Lakes 2006, six, seven, and
1: 2008.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and you came around at some 07. point. yeah yeah. So, And then I finished out to 2009. So, I was there three years. And you had come my last year and a half, maybe two years. Fast Friends. Both loved movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I had this weird obsession with Florida because my favorite band of all time came out of Orlando, Orlando, yeah, O Town, yep. Represent my office, O Town up there, beautiful. Um, and I was like, "Oh, this guy's got to know who O Town was." <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Best buds, dude." That's in uh, Orlando. It's like it's like <laughs> a half a state away. And uh, I remember you were into eating and you were into movies, and I was like i got to be friends. Let's do buddies it. Buddies Let's be friends. <laughs> and the night I knew that we were uh, fast friends, was a couple couple moments. One, we watched Flight of the Navigator all together. Oh,
1: at my house.
0: Yeah. I had uh, like a party. And then at some point in time, I think we had talked about, oh, what show do you like? What show do I like? <laughs> and you and I were like hooked on this show called Prison Break. I think you got me to watch it. You're telling me right now that that first season didn't hook you for at least two more seasons. No, no, no. You got me to start watching okay. it, I think. Yeah. But then I I got hooked. Yeah.
1: Because it was an incredible first season.
0: And then it never got better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we
0: kept holding out hope. But what it did was it had this story arc where it's like, okay, first season... In prison. Second season. Out of prison. Man, the show's not very good. But then they somehow get back into prison. Oh, we got to watch it again. And I think we watched the last, so season two, three, and four, every episode together. And we would eat, uh, what's it called? Not P.F. Chang's, but... Uh, Panda. Panda. Because it just came in.
1: Our Panda op- Express.
0: That was over by your place. Yeah. And we got our iPods together over there. That's right. Did you ever name your iPod? No. Mine was Gary Sheffield, um, <laughs> the baseball player. Yeah, <laughs> but shuffle. It was Sheffield oh, shuffle. Oh, yeah. We stood in line for. No,
1: no, no. I wasn't. I didn't get that. No, you're mixing. I wasn't there.
0: You didn't go to that?
1: No, but oh. I remember. I did do something with another friend of ours, Clint. We got our iPhones together.
0: iPhones, what you guys did? Okay.
1: But I remember that. Like a, a, the Stubblefields were with you. Right, right, right. I remember that.
0: So we were friends. Anyways, um, we, we've
1: known each other. We've stayed
0: connected. Hung out. When I went over to Fresno for yeah. the few years I was there, we stayed connected. Mm-hmm. And you've been at Twin Lakes for how long?
1: It's 11 years this May.
0: 11 years. Yeah. Wow. Senior pastor now? You're like a senior pastor. Basically. Uh, and what do you do there?
1: Uh, my main job is I'm in charge of all of our like media, print and digital media, so I have a team of people. I have a graphic designer, a videographer, and uh, just all the visuals or our website, social, sort of that side of things. But then I also speak occasionally, uh, more often recently. And uh, I, when I first started, I was doing worship, and so I still do that um, like probably every couple months.
0: So I would say uh, you are the – I don't really know. Ma- marathon man isn't the right word, but – there's like there's got to be a name for this where if hey we need a camp speaker for anything yeah your name rises to the top of the list every oh, wow. time yeah or hey we need a worship leader Adrian Moran <laughs> 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 well how, how did that come about I don't know you know I think do uh, you not feel that I, I f- remember when I worked at Twin Lakes we were like who oh, we need a speaker oh Adrian will speak
1: <laughs> because I, because I can't say no I'm a people pleaser uh, but also I think. I mean, not to toot my own horn, but <laughs> <clears throat> I'm incredible. No. I uh, I think one of the things I feel like I can do well is I just kind of go with the flow. So, like, some people can be a little more uh, high maintenance.
0: As a speaker.
1: A speaker or a or worship. worship leader. You know, they got to do Definitely. things their way. Mm-hmm. You, if you change the schedule, they, like, don't know how to handle it. And I'm kind of like... Whatever, I mean, you could change, it. oh, you want me to cut a song? Okay. You want me to add a song? Sure. You want me to speak longer? You got it. You want me to speak shorter? I'll try, you know?
0: <laughs> that, that might be tough for you, <laughs> speaking shorter.
1: <laughs> that is true.
0: Um, so, yeah, first time you spoke was for our high school winter camp, which we set up at Camp Chinquapin. Do you remember this? Yep. And you forgot to bring your notes, uh, yeah. and, and you had to, like, speak off your computer,
1: Yep. <laughs> and
0: wait, well what else happened?
1: Well and I like didn't realize how to like it kept like, dimming and going to like right, 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 right. Screensaver. <laughs> yeah, Screen
0: ceremony. You had to type your password. <laughs> I in had instead. to keep
1: like messing with it to keep my notes up. It was I was just
0: there was one doing night so I remember long. you talked for so long that Clint was like, Adrian needs to land the plane and then I got up there like the next night, and I was playing, running a game, and he like we made this like, like land the plane kind of like motion, and I was up there, and he's all land the plane, and then I came back out, and he's like you went as long as Adrian. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that was that your that probably wasn't your first camp speaking gig, was it? Speaking at a
1: camp, um, like I think that was my first time being asked to speak at somebody else's camp. I had smoking at my own camps, but...
0: That you had put on when you were a youth pastor. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, at what point did you start doing, like, worship gigs at camp? Was that Camp Hammer at first?
1: Probably Camp Hammer. Um, or, and back in Florida, <clears throat> before I was a youth pastor, my buddy would ask me to come do music Okay. at their camps. But California's the first time I ever was, you know, was a part of either speaking or worship, a part of like a camp that does its own program for the summer. Oh, right. Versus like a church is throwing, is running a camp and they need something. I've been a part of those. Kind of
0: the pack and play type camp or it's like a one week camp?
1: Yeah, like a one week camp. They're renting out. Conference center style. Yeah. <sighs> and it was always like at the end or the beginning of summer. Yeah. After like that camps, camps were all done. And so they had like uh, a couple okay, weeks okay. open for outside groups to use.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so you've spoken at Frontier two summers and you did one summer as a speaker at Frontier Ranch Santa Barbara, our first ever inaugural, 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 um, speaker at Frontier Santa Barbara. What was that like? That was great. I mean,
1: I, I was honored. I'm like, Oh wow. I'm the first one. Great. Um, and it was really cool. I mean, it was it's it's a definitely different. That's probably my that high school one was, or that winter one was high school. Yeah, but I had not spoken. I haven't spoken to like high schoolers in a long time. Right, they're different people now. But um, well, but
0: all those kids, our our hope was is that a lot of those kids would know who Totoro was. Right,
1: from Totoro is my camp name. Right, uh, from My Neighbor Totoro <laughs> for all you anime fans. But um, <clears throat> I, I,
0: I'm gonna be honest. I really don't think we have any anime fans that listen to this podcast, but maybe we'll make some, dude.
1: Dude, what you're going to find out is, <laughs> you're going to get
0: re- really, emails? really
1: hardcore emails in response, don't ever say that I'm an anime fan.
0: Oh my goodness. They're not out there. I feel bad.
1: They're out. You know what? Maybe you're just the not,
0: you're I know, the probably you're not
1: anime fan. Oh.
0: Got a knock on the door. Come on in. It's a knock. Can you come? Oh, are you? <sighs> I'm out of breath. (laughs) That was weird. (laughs) (laughs) Middle of camp, man. We are in the middle of man camp. So, um... So, yeah, Frontier Ranch, Santa Barbara.
1: Barbara. So, yeah. uh, Oh, you were saying...
0: What was that experience
1: like? You said high schoolers. High schoolers, and then you said your hope was that a lot of them would know me because they were there as junior hires. Right. Yeah, no, it was cool. So, I did know, like, a good number of them, you know, um... And it's you know it's interesting because, uh, I spoke like one week the lot the two years previous
0: mm-hmm. it happened
1: to be like the same week and a lot of the same kids from those it was weird like yeah like that one big church from Burlingame game or something like this yeah
0: Burlingame game press yeah, yeah
1: so they were like at both of them uh, the times I spoke so so it's interesting just how that falls like what kids pick and the time I speak um, anyway so. Uh, that was kind of cool, um, and it was it was cool to be a part of sort of that uh, inaugural uh, launch of that camp. And James, you know, I I, just, I felt like part of my part of my unspoken job was you know, like one was to speak, <laughs> two hang out with kids, three I was kind of like make sure James doesn't die, because you know? <laughs> it was stressful. And I mean, that all being said, there was a lot of like extra forces. At work outside of camp, making it really hard.
0: Yeah, we mentioned on here the fire. Yeah, that happened before you got down there. Yeah, and then it was just like one thing after another, kind of piled on. Yeah, I mean that was just
1: like a rough start, and I feel like that just that doesn't help. Like like as you're trying to run this camp, and you're in borrowed space, you know. uh, But all that being said, just I think. Uh, the staff did a great job, but it was an interesting camp. Um, you know, one of the things I try to do as a speaker is connect with students um, during the day or, you know, try to connect with them so that when I speak at night, there is some connection there. There's like, oh, this guy's sort of earned the right to, uh, to speak connect to me, you. you know. Yeah, and I'm going to listen. Um, but this one was different because the free time is all over a city. Right. So I remember the first day. I mean, just, you know, nobody's fault, but this is how it works. I was like, okay, I'm going to go uh, downtown to State Street where, like, a lot of the kids went. Right. State Street's a big
0: area. <laughs> and so State I, Street's, like, bigger than downtown Santa Cruz. I mean, it's oh, it's long. It's way long. Yeah.
1: And then they could also, you know, keep going and then go to the, go to the beach. Right. So that's, like couple of miles or at least a mile a mile and a half or something it's
0: like a 15 minute walk
1: so I thought okay I'm gonna go I'll get a coffee I'll just walk and I'll, I'll like say hey to kids I'm literally 30 minutes in I've seen zero people <laughs> the other problem is I don't really know everybody yet and so there's other normal citizens of Santa Barbara, Barbara walking around and then I was like in this conundrum is this person going to – I, should I just approach every high school-looking person? Hey, you, hey. you got a camp? <laughs> like, hey, it's me, Totoro. It's me, like, Totoro. <laughs> and
0: they're like, what? Have you like, seen Soleil around? <laughs> <laughs> so that it's was – a whistler nearby? <laughs> that was a uh, – so that was that was
1: a little more difficult. Uh, and so – I will say,
0: though, maybe that was day one. That's day one. By, yeah. by day four – you were like our official social media superhero. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I was trying. You posted more about
0: Santa Barbara than we posted on our own Instagram. I was like, I'm going to try. I want to try to be that guy. So I, you did a couple things with kids, though, because at one point yeah. you did the Land and Sea Tour. Yeah. So I
1: thought, you know, w- one way to make sure I get to hang out with kids, there was this one of the excursions was like this uh, ride on a boat slash bus. Right. And so I'm like, I can hang out with these kids. I'm going to hang out with at least these kids for a couple <laughs> hours we were stuck on this boat together. Right. Uh, it ended up being like an amazing,
0: yeah, thing. You guys had a it was like of fun. super
1: fun, but then also just connecting with some kids and right. you know there was like kids that went on. It was interesting. There was like a group of kids that were all together like having fun, and then you can see like the one kid whose parent signed them up for this excursion. <laughs> they don't even know like why they're in Santa Barbara, and <laughs> to get to like connect with like you know that kid. And yeah. so yeah, it's. Uh, All that being said, it was, yeah, it was a a fun camp and kids were really responsive. Uh, I think it was cool. They, you know, they felt, I don't know, I don't know how they felt, but it seemed like they felt older and more mature because they had all this freedom, you know, they got to go downtown and like, you know, hang out or go to the beach or or whatever and just like hang and hang
0: at this college campus. I came for two days to Santa Barbara, a day and a half, basically, and... You could sense that that these kids almost were like, I don't really need a counselor, but like I'll take one, yeah. <laughs> you know? And but they really responded at night to like your messages. And then the message I heard, they responded really well mm-hmm. to. And I think one thing that brought them together was this common thing, which is the staff felt this you felt this was we're all experiencing this for the first time together yeah you know did you participate in trivia night when they had it yeah
1: yeah well i mean i, I just i was there okay. to watch it yeah
0: i was thinking i was like oh adrian will probably like, hop on some kid's team and get really competitive and oh, want to no. win
1: <laughs> <laughs> no it was it was cool though i mean and it was just like I mean, it's a risk, like going down to this college and oh, yeah. like where they're sleeping and and all that stuff. But um, I thought it worked well, and which is kind of a cool vibe where they get to be on this campus and you know that trivia night happened in like the lounge and so you're right. like, like packed into this little room. Yeah, and so there's something fun about that. And uh, yeah, I thought it was a cool camp. And yeah, speaking was was good at you know at that church, uh, like the very beautiful. Church in yeah. Montecito.
0: We're actually doing a different spot now. Okay, They're, they built a new multi-purpose room to the left on of, campus. On campus, so yeah. VK is right here where you guys all, or you stay in the hotel, but VK here, and then to the right, not the left, the right of VK is a, a multi-purpose room. room. Yeah, that was
1: the one thing. Oh man, you had to you had this long walk because I remember. Right you know, have decision night or preach the gospel and then give them an opportunity to talk about that with their group leader, Mm -hmm. but they got to get back to campus first. And so they're on this walk where if I'm a high schooler, we're done with service and we're on a walk in the dark fool around, you know? So you kind of like lose that vibe a little. Yeah. And so, uh, it'd be nice where it's like right there. You're like right next to where, where you want to be, but
0: that's why we're doing it. Yeah.
1: But it was, But even then, it was, you know, I think it was still... Was that a really unique
0: camp-speaking experience for you? Or were you Uh, sort of... Some of that stuff was kind of like in Florida. Which part of it? Well, I just feel like kind of this new endeavor that you have no idea what's going on. Yeah,
1: well, I mean... Yeah, I mean, that was different, I guess, like, being a part of something that nobody kind of knows what's happening.
0: But you mentioned earlier, you said... Oh, I, I I think people like me to speak because I really go with the flow. Right. That was one of the reasons why James wanted you as yeah. a speaker. Yeah,
1: and, and that's the thing. I'm like, I'm I feel like if I'm getting, you know, to put it bluntly, if I'm getting uh, hired to come be a speaker, like I'm there to support the camps that I mean, listen, I'm gonna go talk for 20 minutes. I'm not I'm not in, you know, I'm not in contact with these kids enough time to really make a huge difference maybe they'll get something from the talk or god starts to work in their lives using you know a scripture or illustration or whatever but the real work is happening in cabins you know on like a ropes course or whatever as right. they're with camp staff and those are the people they're gonna know for the next few years and so yeah. i feel like you know i'm kind of like a part of the program but the real people doing work are the camp stuff, so I want to be there to support them. So especially in this thing that was brand new, nobody knows. You like, for example, we're like down. I went to do the one of the excursions, rock climbing, and you know, there's like a lot of stuffs going on. And so, rock climbing people were asking like, "You're a really young, camp stuff." Like, hey, so who's gonna pay? And so, like, I remember <laughs> one of like the counselors like, um, "I guess I'll pay." Like, he didn't like know what to do. I'm like. <laughs> Listen, and I, I, I remember like I remember saying, "Listen, I'll take care of it. Go be with your kids." And like I pay, you know, like I got, I got the receipts. I'm like, you know, I can, I can do this and get reimbursed right. later. But like in that way, I'm like, yeah, they're just trying to figure it out. Something happened, whatever. I'll be there to. to that like, was like support.
0: A, we've talked about this later because of tax purposes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to explain this to our tax lady, and I was like, in the history of camp speakers, never <laughs> have we made a speaker. Go out and purchase things for a retreat <laughs> that we have. Right. And then we charge them tax-wise. <laughs> Hopefully that all got worked out. Listen, but, it's fine. It's fine. But I was like, and then I thought about it and I said, we made Adrian pay for like kids rock climbing. How weird is this? But you told me and James he was like, no, it was just like, this is just the nature of the first year. No one was there.
1: Yeah. And, like, nobody made me do it. One of your staff was about to do it. But I know, like, some college kid is about to, like, card. Yeah. like put, bucks. <laughs> you know, either they're going to, like, overcharge their bank account or their oh, parents yeah. are going to freak out and, like, they're going to forget to re- get in reimbursed. So I thought, I can handle it. Uh, so <laughs> let me help out. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was it was a pleasure to just be there to help. Uh but, yeah, I mean, it's different because of that. Like, usually you go to a camp and there it's, like, this machine. And you just, like, get, you know, kind of, like, get your spot. And then you get out. But this was more like...
0: All well, hands on deck. Yeah, man. like, <laughs> hey,
1: man, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> you know, like, this wave is coming. We might go under. But let's <laughs> do it together. Let's go under together.
0: And I think that mentality is what made... The cancel special for people.
1: So yeah, I think it, you know, it's like anything. Like when you go through, I'm not saying it was a negative experience, but when you go through something like that, where it's like highs and lows and like stress, because you don't know what's going to happen at the other side, you're like, man, there's like a camaraderie that happens because you went through that experience together. And like, you, you feel like in those times, it's cool to be, you know, I'm sort of an outsider kind of just to see the staff, you know, uh, um, What's the word? Like get a, uh, you know, get close because of that, you Yeah, know?
0: common experiences. Yeah. Like, like catalytic experiences, basically. Yeah. Did you go to camp as a kid?
1: No, I mean, like a Christian camp? Yeah. Yeah. I, not, I never, I've never been to uh, like a camp this style. The only camps I've ever gone to were the camps that I talked about, like a church put on their own camp. Right. At a retreat center.
0: Okay, so you know Jeremiah Spears. Yep, his camp name at Frontier is Tons of Fun, and and he didn't go to camp as a kid. Mm -hmm. And so, like being invited as the camp speaker, he like almost loves being a camper more than he likes being the speaker. You are, I think, same age as Jeremiah, maybe a year older. I'm a little older, yeah. But you seem to still love camp, you know. And this is if there are speakers out there, don't get your panties and a bunch but like i do feel like at a certain point you you kind of age out of the junior high camp speaker mm-hmm. and, you, and you are like oh, i'll just do like a men's conference and i can i can kind of stay in my own room and type my book or whatever right um <laughs> <laughs> you, what <laughs> a very specific uh, example well, you could like you love it and you still embrace it i i i and i'm sure you do this at hammer mm-hmm. but when when we have you, for Frontier, you literally walk around. As you said, for Santa Barbara, you walk around and you hang with the kids. That's rare for speakers as they get older. Yeah. You know, people feel like they've graduated on. Camp. Yeah.
1: I'm you just... I, yeah, I'm like a hired gun. I'm going to come speak and I'll take off. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I get that because that's probably outside of a camp experience. And, I mean, I don't do that. That It, it didn't come... You know, that wasn't... um, It didn't come to me by myself. I, remember, I forget who I was talking to. Maybe... Uh, Curly, Steve Craig. I remember he told me one time. This is back before I would spoke at a camp or anything. I think he spoke at Pondy maybe, mm. and he said, "I remember he said they're they're paying me whatever they're paying me, and so to be there all day, I'm gonna like, I need to go hang out with kids." I remember thinking, "Yeah, that makes sense. Like, why wouldn't you do that? You know, it's
0: part of the gig."
1: Yeah, like as a speaker, I, I want every advantage, right? Right as a speaker. I mean, I want to be funny. I want to be touching. I want to make them cry. I want to make them, you know, want to believe Jesus. I mean, like all these things, why not use a, a tool like connecting with them during the day uh, to help right. me later with, with that, you know, message, you know, and, totally. uh, and so, yeah, I think that's important. And I think part of it is probably, be, probably because I feel like when I'm at camp I'll, I'll be honest, I think I've talked to some people about this at Hammer or Frontier or whatever camp. I think, man, this would have been fun. Like if I was in college, like to be on. I I was never on like a camp staff.
0: Yeah, that's and what
1: Jeremiah says. Same thing. I was like, man, I wish I wish I could have done this because one, I think I think I would have done a good. I, you like, have been great. I would have. It would have been fun. I would have done well. And uh, and then there's like that, you know, camp staff like to staff experience, like hanging oh. out with like people like all summer and going through it, you know, all the ups and downs. And, and so like in a week I get a little taste of that. Yeah. And even when I go home after a week, I get that like, Oh, I kind of miss being around all these people and like uh, commiserating about all the things that have happened in that day or talking about that one crazy kid who just, you know, is going nuts or the one story of another kid. who was like a really touching story or a sad or whatever, like all that stuff. And you kind of get that as a speaker, I get that low, Oh, yeah. After just a week, you know, I'm like, oh, man, I kind of miss being at camp.
0: Oh, totally, man. Uh, Kyle Pitchford and I talk about every, you know, like he was there the one week that this thing happened. Right. You know, he's done it a couple summers. And I think it's like two or three summers in a row. An ambulance has shown up the week that <laughs> Kyle's speaking. Yeah. But it's, yeah, you, you're you there for one week. Yeah. And, and so we see the summer as eight speakers yep. in and out. But you're seeing camp with fresh eyes and you you like feel a part of the crew. Yeah. You know, and by the end of that week, you're like, oh, man. I know. I'll see you guys later. I yeah. made so many friends. Dude. <laughs> Maybe I'll see you in town, <laughs> you know. Um, but
1: it's cool. The one cool thing is being a pastor at Twin Lakes during the summer, you know, I'll get to see like, you know, uh, some staff. They come to church on Sundays. That, that'll come to church, and yeah, I'll, I'll totally. just say, "Hey, I mean, just uh, good to see them, you know." And the, and they're like, "Oh, hey, remember that kid?" You know, <laughs>
0: dude. I remember I was on staff at Hammer, and we would go down on Sunday mornings to uh, Genesis, mm-hmm. and I would either see old summer staff right. or speakers, and it was just like, "Oh, dude, there's that guy. <laughs> there's Curly Hall, yeah." Friend. You know, and it like you speakers are legendary, dude. Like it's yeah. there is like that mentality of who's the camp speaker this right. week, you know, and. I always assess my camp speakers like, who do I want this summer? My mm-hmm. first thought is, I don't really care if they're that great of a speaker. Sure. Yeah. I care if they're going to hang out with kids. Yeah. And I've definitely seen the other side of the coin where it's like, they just come collect a paycheck and bail. Yeah. Um, and that's why I always love having you. And I think our staff would say, you're definitely in their favorites just because of the humor. Mm-hmm. Like, one thing that I'm sure... You've seen this or experienced this, but they listen to the same sermon eight weeks in a row, just <laughs> told in a different yeah, form. exactly. And, uh, you know, it's funny, like, you tell the same sermon, but you make people laugh. Mm. And people are like, I just needed that, you know. Right. <laughs> it's All week right. five. I need to laugh. <laughs> I'm right. tired. So, what, so So there's the speaking side and then there's the worship side. Yeah. You, you've been doing this men's conference for five, six years. I still don't know why I keep getting asked back, but I'm happy to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think familiarity is helpful. That's great. Well, we tried to switch you out last year, remember? It didn't work. You <laughs> didn't could work. not not have me. <laughs> I remember the conversation was, well, maybe they want like a different style of yeah. worship. And then, you know. You came back and all the evaluations were like, love well, Adrian," you know? uh, Adrian. <laughs> Except probably one guy is like, hey, guys, uh, can we get like somebody else? <laughs> There's always the one guy that asks if he can join your band every year. Dude,
1: <laughs> I feel really. Uh, here's like honest confession. I feel really bad. It's been a crazy. It's been a crazy busy year and I was sick and all this stuff. Anyways, um, I got this call at my office. And I feel terrible because I didn't. Get, I haven't called this person back. This person's at this camp. This guy is like, "Hey man, I'm gonna. Uh, my name is whatever. I've seen you at you uh, know men's retreat at Mission Springs. I know you're gonna be there again this year. Hey, I just want to let you not play bass. And oh. if you want me to play bass, and he goes. Ah, I know you need. I know you probably already have a bass player, but if you maybe need two bass players. And, I'm, and I and <laughs> I remember the first thing I thought is like, I know you've That's never been ever a need in any band. And. And I'm like, I-, I gotta call him back and just let him know, like, oh, and he was fine, probably not doing it. I just never got to it, and I'm sure he's here. Like, that
0: guy never called me back. Hey, that's gonna be the one eval that's bad. That's like, dude. hey, man, your <laughs> worship guy is just—he's a jerk. He doesn't he's call a jerk, back, man. Well, I love when you lead worship because it's so easy. And I was talking to Norm, who runs our sound here, and he's like, oh, it's—it's it's just easy working with Adrian. And one thing that I appreciate about you—you you do introduce new songs. But you stick to the, the songs that, like, are good for retreats. Right. Like, we've had worship guys that come in, and they'll sing their own song. Sure. And then they'll sing a song that's, like, off the brand new Hillsong album. Right. And it's like, guys, guys need How Great Is Our God. Exactly. This Is Amazing Grace. Of course. Doxology and Our God.
1: Yeah, classic.
0: And Mighty to Save Here and There. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that it's like that's yeah, that's your your sweet spot.
1: Is, yeah. is that
0: like lame for you, or you like it? Let me. Th- well, this is the funny. Yeah, it's
1: like a funny conflu- confluence of a of a few factors. One is I don't do worship uh, every week anymore, and so I don't actually know new worship songs. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, I mean, I do lead worship at our church like every couple months. And then when that happens, I'm like, what's going on out there? And I'll be, and I'll hear a song like, oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, but I do know that at a camp, especially this one, being here a few years, knowing the crowd, having conversations, knowing what kind of churches they come from, like that helps. Because then right. I'm like, these guys are probably fine, like learning a new song. But what's the point of like the point of this? camp is for them to come get away from like life feel refreshed just take a break right. and like like really worship god and you know somebody who like sits in a worship service if somebody teaches a brand new song and then it's good i'm like oh that's cool but am i really worshiping i'm kind of like like listening to it and then maybe the third time i i sing it i'm like i, I really i'm like worshiping i'm like getting into it there's nothing like when you hear like a classic worship song that brings back a memory. And, oh yeah. And so I feel like camp is a, is a like especially the perfect place for those kinds of like classic. Worship songs that everybody knows can close their eyes and sing. They don't even have to read the words on the screen.
0: I'm 30 years old, and if I went to Camp Hammer and the worship singer sang The Nails in Your Hands, <laughs> I would probably cry and fall on my knees yeah. and like, I Re- love this song. I dedicate you know.
1: your life to, yeah. to hey, can Jesus.
0: I? Where, where's the card I need to fill out? Rededicate my life to Christ.
1: Can I walk up right now? Just, <laughs> I, I know you're, now, there's no altar call, but I just want to be up there.
0: You did something. Two years ago, or maybe I'm totally naive here, but there's the, the hymn, like, Rock of Ages or whatever. Yeah. And then you, there's a newer version of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of, you took a song that all these guys know. Right. And, you know, the, the the verse one and verse two, kind of the guys are like, mm, mm, and then when it gets to the chorus, which is the song they know, Rock of Ages, you yeah. know? And I think you do a good job of introducing a song that's kind of a mixture of the two. Yeah, you know, the... Th-
1: I mean, I kind of my my take on it. And that's not the word I want to use. Anyways, my approach is like if there's a song that I'm just like really is speaking to me or it's like a song that's like that I'm listening to all the time. Those are the kinds of songs I'm going to introduce. If I'm if I get if I'm really honest about worship leaders, a lot, you know, worship leading, it's hard not to get wrapped up in like wanting to be cool and current and there's like all those other factors that's
0: Out- definitely not you
1: <laughs> no yeah but uh, that's definitely definitely <laughs> not me but outside of like going and helping lead people into the presence of god like there's those other you know um factors that you know that are flesh you know that are right. carnal you know self wants to fulfill you know and so like uh like, if another worship leader is in the crowd, I want them to know, like, hey, I know new songs, too. <laughs> and, like, I'm really – and I'm really good at them, you know. And I can sing, like, this song right. that's too high for everybody, but look what I can do, you know. Right. And so I lower so- – like, the way I approach it is I want people to sing, you know. So oh, yeah. these songs I could sing much higher, you know, and, like, it probably sound would sound better coming out of the – like, what's coming out of my mouth would sound better if I would, you know, sing it at a higher uh, pitch but most of the guys in here can't sing that, can't high. Do it that way. So let's yeah. lower it, even though it's gonna not sound as good, but everybody's singing. There's nothing like everybody singing versus some people singing and I sound good. Like who right, cares? Right. You know? Uh, I'm not recording an album in there. I'm like trying to lead these people into worship. So we, this, could.
0: we could do some live mentality. We conference.
1: should <laughs> probably do it. Like, hey, this is a throwback album of like the greatest hits of the nineties.
0: You know what you do? Um, that... I find funny, not funny. Can I
1: just say, Uh, thank you for making this like all the awesome things I do.
0: Well, (laughs) you do do some awesome things. I've done this a long time. Like I've been running either retreats or camps and then running summer camps. And there are speakers, once again, that don't hang out with kids. Mm -hmm. Here's a thing I noticed that worship leaders don't do and you do it. Um, Worship leaders will finish their set and we do have a green room. And your band, for the most part, sits in the back in the green room, not a problem. Yeah. I would say 90% of the time, you sit and listen to the sermon, sure. Which is a rare thing for a worship leader sure. to do. Yeah. Because they're like, I'm going to go back to the room, I'm going to chill with the guys. Yeah. You know, we'll watch the screen that's in the back that right. kind of projects the sermon, but you're, you know, shooting the breeze like yeah. you.
1: The screen is like, just so I know when to come back out.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And what you do here, and you did it for dads and daughters too, but you obviously had a daughter. <laughs> um, <laughs> You, you you sit and you listen to the sermon, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's that you're ingesting it in or you're wanting to tie it back in, but it's a rare thing, and we have a lot of worship leaders coming through here, yeah. and you sit, listen, engage, right. and then go back and lead, which is a cool thing. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like even
1: at even at church, you know. Um, I mean, I don't sit every time, like, three times a weekend, but I'm going to make sure I sit in there, you know, like, because I still need to go to church. Uh, And then why not have the opportunity to, like, listen to somebody I've never heard from, you know? Um, And also, yeah, I mean, there's all the other factors, like, if I, I, maybe I could tie this in, and, like, you know, as I'm introducing, like, the song after the sermon, I can just, you know, tie it back into the, the message to make it seem like... Hey man, these like guys are like working together, you know. Like <laughs> God's really moving here, All you know. Right. Uh, and then, but then also, like this morning, I went in and, and our speaker, I thought you know did a great job. And I mean, I'm just crying. I'm taking notes.
0: I was to- I was the same thing. I was taking notes, crying at the. <laughs>
1: end. Know, and I'm like, wow, like it would have been t- not terrible, but like man, I I would hate to miss this, you know. And, totally. And there, I mean, honestly, at like any chance that I can, you know, be a part of what's going on here, not only do I benefit personally, but you know, the people, the guys that are there that are, uh, that are here attending, there's something to be said, like, Oh, the worship leaders like listening, you know? Um, and you know, like cares about like, you know, is doing this with us, you know, cares about us and we're doing right. this all together. There's something about that, you know? But I mean, honestly, it's like, I want to, I just want to hear what's, you know, I want to hear this guy. I mean, yeah. some, I mean, every once in a while it's like, from was like oh, speaker's not great. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: you and I sat in last year, maybe two years ago, on Gary Gidini's, um He's a covenant pastor that one on being a dad. Oh, and you and I were just feverishly taking notes. <laughs> I I have those notes
1: in my. I still have like those paper oh, notes yeah. in my house right now.
0: And I, I'm with you. There are some that can be bad. Some seminar speakers <laughs> can be bad, but. It, <clears throat> the chance that you get a really good one is higher. Yeah. And so it's like, why miss that? And
1: yeah. I mean, it's like, you're not going to bring up, you're not going to knowingly bring a speaker <laughs> who's going to do a bad job. And it's, I'm not saying that the speaker did a bad job, but like as a, as somebody who speaks, you know, I'm a little, probably a little more critical. And so, oh, yeah. and it's not like what they're saying is like, Uh, sacrilegious or heretical, but I'm like, this delivery's not great, or that illustration, you know... Well, you've
0: been doing this
1: for a while. Yeah, and so, like, I'm just kind of, like, critiquing. We do that at our church every weekend with our pastor. Uh, We critique Saturday night after, which is very rare, by the way. Uh, But, you know, so I'm, like, always in that mode when I'm listening. I'm like, oh, that joke, like, missed. You know, like, (laughs) do it this way, it'd be a little bit better. Like, oh, this point should have, like, happened over here. So, I all the speakers are fine, they're great, you know, God's using them, but uh, but I don't want to miss it, yeah, like, because yeah. for the most part, you're, probably, you're 98% of the messages I've heard have, God
0: has spoken to me. Oh, you know? yeah. I mean, hey, the, the guy tonight, he told Chuck on the phone, he said, Chuck said, hey, man, I just need you to bring it tonight, and the guy <laughs> was like, I'm going to bring it tonight, so, uh, hey, you're going to have to follow something pretty special, I think. <laughs> Remember Ephraim last year? He went to town. Our uh, he went for it last yeah. year, and I remember you came up there and you were like, "Woo! All <laughs> right, <laughs> um, all right." So this is your first time on the podcast, and we're going to try something that I've wanted to do. Okay. Um, so, uh, kind of wrap things up here. Sure. Did you ever uh, see that show Inside the Actors Studio? You know how at the end where he would ask,
1: um, what's my like favorite cuss word? (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: perfect. Uh, yeah. (laughs) But what we're going to do is, um, we're going to ask like a speed round and and so I will ask you words from that, but then I'm going to ask you some camp, um, questions as well. Are these all single? I don't remember. Are these like single word? Pretty, pretty simple. Just like first thing. (laughs) Yep. Um, all right. So what's your favorite word?
1: Uh, Um, Uh, grace.
0: Least favorite word. Uh,
1: uh, I
0: don't know. I'm sorry.
1: I want to say moist, but I don't, I don't (laughs) care as much as some other people.
0: Favorite camp food.
1: Camp hammer, uh, chicken dinner.
0: The Sunday night dinner. Yep. Oh man. That's a good one. I like (laughs) the beamer bread. Worst camp food.
1: uh, there was a camp I went to, uh, it was uh, chicken sandwiches, like fried, like breaded chicken sandwiches. Oh, and yeah. They were, they were frozen when I ate them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, was the, that was the worst. What sound or noise do you love?
1: I love the sound. I love the sound when my kids laugh, but like, like really, like a hard laugh, like they can't control themselves laughing. There's oh, something yeah. like, man, that's a great sound. Like when I tickle them, <laughs> they're like, ah.
0: Uh sound or noise do you hate?
1: I hate the sound of uh eating, like mouth like mouth sounds. <laughs> I think it, and I saw an article that that's Soup like a, slurps. Yeah, slurps not as bad as <laughs> okay. like like the um, chewing sound. That hurt, <laughs> that like hurts me. Favorite um camp
0: worship song.
1: Camp worship. Oh man, I love that uh oh, what's that song? Um Time after time, is it?
0: Time oh, time after, after, after time, yeah. time show you love me. Dude, that's a good I song. <laughs> One, <laughs> two, three. <laughs> so this is a thing the frontier staff does. Is like, so I learned that song at Camp Hammer. Yeah, yeah. And the the chorus. It has the hand signals, right? right? Right, But then our staff can't handle a song not having hand signals throughout the, the whole, whole song. <laughs> and they, have make, they have to make them up. So they're like, yeah, basically. Clapping's not enough, guys. <laughs> so, so like, there's the I am inclined to give it all back to you. But, like, they don't know a hand signal for inclined, so they just change the word to recline. And so... <laughs> it's like guys it's inclined (laughs) but it doesn't work with the hand it it doesn't work with hand motions yeah (laughs) like do you remember that song where it's like oh um oh shoot now i'm gonna draw it's like righteousness righteousness is what i long for oh yes (laughs) Well, that, what it, I need, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like that song has never had hand motions, <laughs> and our staff is like, we gotta make hand okay. motions for this. It's a,
1: it's probably a challenge to them. How can we make hand motions for this song?
0: <laughs> what look, worst worst camp song?
1: Oh, worst camp song? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know that I have a worst. I don't know enough camp songs.
0: Mine is King Jesus is all. <laughs> I don't know why don't like oh, I'm just uh, not a fan. i okay with it. <laughs> what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Oh,
1: I'm, uh, a food business. Korean. Yeah.
0: Like Korean barbecue or like sundubu. Uh, another thing. I, and, and, Are I you mean, not telling me because it's like a secret? Oh well, no, because it's gonna it's it's like in the works actually. Oh.
1: Kind of. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to, have, I have like a, I have an idea I'm going to test out this year.
0: What profession would you like to do? What profession? Would like, oh, would you like not to do?
1: Like something I would never want to do? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I wouldn't, um, what I would never want to do, I would never want to be, I would never
0: want to be a senior master. <laughs> oh. Share one. Favorite memory from camp, and we'll close it up. From any camp experience, it could be funny, sad, all of the above.
1: Hmm. Um. We can edit out this dead space. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, favorite camp memory.
0: Uh, there are a lot. Um, yeah, come on in. Oh, we just got to interrupt it again? <laughs> yeah, clock no, toilet, bro. Clock toilet. I wonder what I want. I want to go fix that. Right on it. Me, right, right on it. <laughs> All right. Well, you got a memory?
1: Uh, favorite camp memory. I don't know that it's like a specific one, like, moment, but I think one of my favorite things about camp, one of my favorite things about doing camp, speaking especially, is I get to bring my family and uh, – I have a couple daughters and my oldest daughter is six now and she's come to camp since she's been born Mm -hmm. uh, which is cool uh, almost Um, and I just remember when my daughter worships like music at church she'll close her eyes sometimes she'll lift her Mm hands and I think she learned that at camp like oh uh, really partly I think it was Camp Hammer it's a small Mm -hmm. room DK Hall and uh, in the back you know, she's in the back, and and it's not because, like, the campers are all lifting their hands, because they're, like, fooling around, <laughs> the ones in the back. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, but camp staff, I don't know. There's something about, like, some camp staff, they're, like, really, like, get into worship. Oh, yeah, dude. Because it's, like, I don't know, because they don't have I to worry the, about kids. I think the
0: hand motions help. <laughs> You're
1: more comfortable to then raise
0: your hands during a, a no, maybe. song. Slow yeah.
1: But, like... Like at Camp Hammer, a lot of times there's like some camp staff in the back while the kids are all up front and they're really worshiping. And my daughter has seen that. So she's seen modeled for her uh-huh. these older like w- like women who, to her, like some of the coolest people that she's ever seen in her life, like these women that live and work at camp. It's like to her, that's really cool. Yeah. And so she's seen them worship God. And it's something like really cool about – having that experience like not every kid gets that experience like you know i like definitely there's it's such there's i it's i feel so blessed that i get to do go to camps and be a part of that but also that my family gets to be a part of it and my Mm -hmm. daughter gets to go and she gets to hear me talk about jesus which is cool and 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 see worship and see people and people that she looks up to because she's seen these camp staff you know year after year and uh, that's made a huge impact. So, yeah, not a, like, specific memory. I'm sure I saw one time her lifting her hands or something, and, like, I cried. But just the, the fact that yeah. that's been uh, something that she's been able to see. It's been really cool.
0: Thanks for being on the Camp Vibes podcast. Dude. Honored. <laughs> I'm honored. Good luck tonight. And uh, you got five songs tonight. Yeah. Well, and I got a. And the
1: guy after me is bringing it. So. Oh, yeah. Gotta, <laughs> oh, he's done. I, I gotta go. I'm gonna go stretch real quick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. Hello, Mr. Bear. I didn't see you coming. I was way too busy strumming my guitar. See, I thought I'd spend the day relaxing by the river and singing a couple tunes. Spend the time.